Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing. I am Nina Menace. It's wonderful to have you with me today. Thank you for tuning in. I am, um, this is actually Sunday, April the 24th of 2022. And um, it is. it has been a amazing um, time in the Lord. You know how you go through some things and you get revelation on what you're going through and what it's really about, how God takes that time to break things down for you. And I'm telling you, it has just been amazing. So um, shout out to all of my faithful listeners. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen and to give your time to the ministry. Also, Queens of God, Queens of God, shouting you out today as well. Thank you so much for all that you do, for your wonderful post, and just for keeping each other and, and me up in prayer. Thank you so much. So today I do have a word from the Lord, um, and it is an encouraging word, and it allows us to see what God's what God does through our trials and tribulations, through the things that we go through and how it reveals us and it reveals him. So let's go ahead and just jump right into prayer. I'm really excited about this word. So let's get into it. Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. You alone are worthy of all praise, all glory. Lord, we worship you with our life. We lay it down before you, God, even right now. Lord God, I thank you for the privilege and the honor to go before your people with your word, to speak forth your oracles, the things that you have spoken and released into the earth, and the things that you would want to teach us and show us, God, so that we would be even closer to you, that we would even draw nearer to you, Lord. I'm asking, Lord, that you would take this word that you've given me and that you would preach it, that you would disperse and, and distribute this word any way you see fit. So, Lord, as I always say, I decrease, God, and I ask that you increase. Use every inch of me from, from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, even through the tone of my voice. Do what only you can do. Say everything that you want to say. I move completely out of the way. And Lord, I'm asking that you would touch, heal, and deliver. That you would bring forth a mighty revelation, God, that would set someone free today from anything that the enemy has been trying to bind them with. Lord, we thank you that shackles are falling through the teaching and preaching of your word today. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, God, we thank you for it. Amen. So, um, today... Like I said, I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited. Um, because this word, I'm telling you, it's it's it brings a lot of context. Because I know for a lot of us, and I know that through the last two years with this pandemic, we have all been going through some sort of um, trauma, either, even through loss of people, through some people have lost jobs, some people have suffered with sickness in their own body. Some people have had COVID and have come through it. And then some people have had COVID, of course, and have left and went to be with the Lord. Um, 
and some have still been dealing with the after effects of COVID. So let's keep each other lifted up in prayer. Keep, keep, keep me lifted up in prayer as well. Um, there are things that happen that we don't understand. There are trials and tribulations that we go through and we ask, Lord, where are you? What, what's going on? What, what, have you left me? Have you forsaken me? I know your word says that you haven't, but Lord, it feels like you have. This is going to be a word that's going to encourage you. This is going to be a word that shows that what you're going through is not by accident. What you have endured has actually strengthened you, strengthened your walk and your faith in him. And it is showing you some things about you that God wants to bring to the forefront. And then he also wants to show how he's always been there the whole time. You know how we come through something that is traumatic or we come through something that just shook our world and we come through and say, oh my gosh, God truly brought me through that. God truly set me free. He truly turned things around for my good. He truly did this for my family. He truly healed my body. Nobody else can take the credit but him. So this is what we're going to be in the vein of today, but just in a different way. Amen. So today we're going to be coming from Matthew 14. Matthew 14. It's going to be verses 22 through 33. I'm going to read that. And just to tell you what the topic is today. The topic today is it's a setup. God reveals through tests and trials. I'll say it again. It's a setup. God reveals through tests and trials. Amen. And we were just talking about that. So let's go ahead and jump right into the word. I'm going to start reading from verse 22. I'm going to be reading all um, scripture through NIV. Okay. The NIV version. It says immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wave, when he saw the wind, excuse me, he was afraid and began to sink, crying out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. 
Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Praise God. So they were convinced then. There was no more doubt if they ever had any doubt in their mind that he was the Son of God or not. They knew from that moment for sure that he was definitely the Son of God. But let me give you some backdrop, though. Now, right before all of this, y'all, right before all of this, Jesus had fed over 5,000 people with two fish and five loaves of bread. Now, you know that's been preached everywhere. That's that's one of those sermons that that gets you to believe in the impossible, that God can do the impossible. It's something that opens your eyes and says, ooh, oh, nobody but God could have done that. Nobody but God could have fed all them people. And that was 5,000 men, not including the women and children. So they saw an amazing miracle happen right in front of their eyes with just basic things like fish and bread. They saw his miracle working power to provide the basic essentials for people. Now think about this, the basic essentials. And so Jesus had done this amazing miracle. Now think, now you know, Jesus was tired. Jesus was tired. He had done, he had worked these miracles. He he was facilitating everything, probably telling the disciples to go here, go there, do this, do that. He was doing what only he could do. He was God. He was all man, but he was all God as well. So when we think about this, let's let's bring this home. Let's think about when you're hosting a dinner party or when you have cooked dinner and are hosting your family and friends for a holiday dinner or a birthday or a celebration of any kind. Think about afterwards how tired and drained you are. You done had these house full of people. You done had everybody. You done served drinks. You done made sure everybody had enough food. You done made sure that there was enough ice for drinks. You done made sure, or you was facilitating everybody else. You was telling them, go get the ice out the freezer, out the, out the uh, back. Or uh, go and, and cut this cake and make sure that everybody gets a piece who wants it. And you, you, you know how you know how we do, ladies. We we get out there and we just you know serve. We serve the food. We don't just cook the food. We serve it, or we uh, put it on the table and we make sure that everybody has what they need. Um, and we make sure that you know everybody has the napkins. Everybody has everything that they're needing. Um. The kids, we have to make sure they got their plates, okay? We have to make sure that they have everything they need because, you know, certain kids, some kids can't eat the same thing as other kids. Or some kids are picky. They don't want this on their plate. They want this. They, they don't like chicken. They want they want a piece of fish or, or whatever the case may be. <laughs> so you are serving and you, at the end of the day, you tired, honey. You tired. Well, think about Jesus. Jesus has done all this work. He has um, exuded out all the energy that he that he has because 
after, now think about this. Jesus is drained. He's tired. And he's dismissed the people. And he sent them away full in their stomach and full of amazement of what he's done. So he told the disciples to go ahead and get on the boat. Now this is in verses, let me see, verses 18 through 21. So he's told them to go ahead and get on the boat. He's going to see everybody away. He's going to make sure everybody's good. And once he did that, he went up into the mountain to pray. Now, I'm imagining, y'all, that the father sees that his son is tired. So he's spending time with the father and he's praying. And, and of course, we don't know what's being said. But I can imagine that, that the father being as good and as gracious as he is. I can just imagine him feeling filling Jesus up with strength, giving him divine rest in his presence. Amen. And he's up there with, with God and he is just, you know, just being renewed, being refreshed. God probably downloading new instruction for him for the next, um, for the next thing that he will need to do. Amen. So when we um, picked up in verse 22, that's picking up after he has spent time with the father. Um, on the mountainside. So he is looking out and he sees them on the other side there. And he sees that the boat is out there and he decides to walk on the water towards them. Okay. Now, if you, if you think about this, before we even get started on this, everything that Jesus did was a teachable moment. Everything he said was a teachable moment. He didn't waste words. Not one bit. He never wasted words. He never wasted what he needed to do. He always, do you hear me? He was always teaching or showing us something. Jesus had many lessons to be learned in one teachable moment. Every teachable moment in Jesus's life, it was all for purpose. And that purpose even continues to this day, because guess what? We are still learning something from what Jesus did and what Jesus said. Right. So he knew that this is not something that was just going to be for that moment. He knew he saw us and he knew that we were going to be learning something. We were going to be transformed in some kind of way, shape or form by what he said or by what he done, what he has done. So let's read verses 27 through, uh, through 29 for now, 27 through 29. Now, this is Peter. This is when Peter Um, saw him and um, wanted to know for sure that it was Jesus. You know how we we do. We want to know for sure. We don't want to just assume nothing. We just want to, we want to make sure that this is really Jesus. So verse 27, but Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I don't be afraid. Verse 28, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. So I'm going to stop right there. 
Now, Jesus has been with them, has walked with them, has talked with them. Jesus was not only just a man, but he, like we've said, he was fully man. He was fully God. And he had the presence of God, the, the spirit of God on his life, on his, his countenance, on his person. So when somebody that powerful is around you, you gonna know, right? You know how you can sense when somebody is anointed by God and you can just feel and pick up the presence of God off that person? Well, sometimes it's hard to to see or feel when things are going on around you, when all types of chaos and confusion and all of these things are going on around us. See, we go through life every day facing all different types of hurdles, all different types of problems, situations and circumstances that are beyond our control. And sometimes it's hard to see God, God's hand in it. It's hard to see him anywhere in some of this stuff. You're like, oh my God, this stuff is is crazy. This stuff is just it just catch you all off left field. And you're like, this cannot possibly be something that God is in. <laughs> this could not, God cannot possibly be in this, but guess what? The winds were blowing. The waves were high. And Jesus in the midst of all of that was walking on it. Like it wasn't nothing walking on the water that was troubled by the winds. Okay? Same thing here. Jesus can be right in your situation and circumstance, right when it is in the thick of being the worst moments of your life. He's right there. He's walking on that situation. He's right in that circumstance with you. He's right there. He's never left you. He's never forsaken you. He is going to turn all these things that was meant for evil for your good. And that's what he was doing here. He was using this situation, this circumstance, the troubling of this water to show them something, to show them his faithfulness, to show him his loyalty and his love for them and his care for them. Amen. So sometimes God has to use everyday situation, circumstance, as well as traumatic things to let us see that he is there, that he will never leave, that he has a solution to your problem, that he has something in store for you that this is going to produce within you. Sometimes the situation, the circumstance, the sickness, the disease, the different things that we've gone through in financially, relationally, also through our job, also through the lack of a job. He is using that to show us that he's there, to show us that we have to pull on him for strength, that we need him in this time. Sometimes we'll try to get 
involved and try to figure things out on our own and try to get things lined up the way we want it. But there's sometimes he wants us to see that, no, you need to say, Lord, save me. Sometimes we forget to do that. Amen. Sometimes we're, we're so wrapped up in trying to get a solution on our own that sometimes it's as simple as saying, Lord, help. Lord, help me. Peter said it. Lord, help me. Lord, save me. And this is what happened. Now, now, just to kind of back up a little bit. Jesus didn't rebuke Peter for doubting that he was him. He could have said, uh, now, I didn't walk with you all this time. and You don't see that this is me. <laughs> but what he did was he turned Peter's moment of doubt into a mirror. To show him his lack of discernment. To show him that, that, hey, I'm here. You should have known that it was me. But see, Jesus didn't do that. He is so amazing. He is so patient, so kind. And when Peter began to sink, he used that as a mirror to show Peter his lack of faith. He wanted Peter... Peter to see because he said let me see let's go to verse let me jump back in here now okay what did he say in verse 31 immediately Jesus reached out his hand and called him you of little faith he said why did you doubt see this whole thing was a setup this whole thing was a setup y'all Every bit of it. Of course, it was to show Peter that his faith was lacking. And as it relates to stepping into the unknown in unpredictable conditions. See, sometimes the Lord will have us stepping out in faith. And he'll say, okay, I need you to do this. I'm putting on your heart to do that. I need you to step into this. And I need you to trust me. I need you to go ahead and open that business. I need you to go ahead and start that ministry. I need you to go ahead and get involved in that, in that venture, in, in, in real estate or in, in finance. I need you to go ahead and partner with this person that I'm bringing into your life. I need you to go ahead and step out And do the things that I am asking you to do. Whether it's big or small, I need you to step out into it. So he was showing Peter that even when everything is unpredictable, even if he does not know for certain what the outcome is going to be, he wants him to trust him. He wants his faith to be rock solid because think about this. Peter went on to be a pillar in the gospel, a pillar in the gospel. People were coming to him for advice. People were looking to him for wisdom and knowledge in a lot of ways. So God wanted him to see that he's got to be steadfast and unmovable, unshakable in his faith for where he's going. 
Okay, so you probably said, now how do you get all of that out of, because if you think about it, Peter going on to be a, a pillar of faith for many people, going on to be that voice of wisdom for other disciples, going on to be the person that is looked upon, the one that cast a shadow and people were healed by just being in his shadow, someone that carried that type of glory on their life. God has to mold us and shape us because many of us are carriers of his glory. Many of us are called to operate in dunamis power and authority in the spirit. Amen. We, we are called to go higher, deeper and go into greater, greater things, deeper waters in God, living waters. Amen. Some of, some of us, God is wanting that living water to flow out of us doesn't want it to stay stopped up. He wanted to flow out of us with no distractions, with no doubt, with no fear to let it just flow out of us. <clears throat> Me, myself, I had been sitting back for a long time, for a long time, not doing anything. I would, I would read my word. I would pray. But the things that God has called me to do God had to prepare me for that. God is preparing all of us for what he's called us to do. And a lot of that preparation is going through a lot of moments of unpredictability and uncertainty to build our faith, to give us that reassurance that, you know what? I've been through this. I've been through that. And God was there. God was there. So I trust him. It builds our trust in him even in the most unpredictable, uncomfortable situations. And sometimes God will put us there. That goes back to the title. It's a setup. Think about it. Jesus, instead of having them dismiss the crowd that he fed the two fish and five, th- I mean, five loaves of bread and multiplied it over over 5,000 people to feed. Instead of him saying, okay, let's all dismiss the people and send them on their way, he told them to get into a boat and he dismissed the people by himself. Why did he do that? Because he was setting them up for what was about to happen. Amen? He knew that the winds and waves were coming. He knew at uh, the right time, at just the right time, he's going to come out and he was going to walk on the water and what he was going to do. This was a setup. This was not something that was just happenstance. He set this up. Same thing with us, y'all. Some of our situations, circumstances, the, 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 the sickness, not saying that he's putting sickness and disease on us. He's not. But sometimes God allows things to happen so that his glory can be revealed, so that his power can be on display, and also to show us our need to trust him more, our need to have faith in him and trust in him and depend on him. Amen? This They would not have learned this any other way. Now, even though Peter was the one that stepped out on the water, Peter was the one that began to sink, and asked the Lord to save him and, and the Lord pulled him up. 
on the um, pulled him up on the water and told him that he had little little faith and asking him why did he doubt all of these things happened in front of the other disciples you notice that again Jesus does not waste words and he does not waste moments so this was to teach all of them the whole thing was to teach all of them a lesson in trusting God no matter what no matter of the winds and the waves and no matter the turbulent conditions and no matter what you see and what you hear and what you feel in your body and in your mind no matter what is going on he wants you to have faith have trust him not look around now think about it peter he looked around and he saw the winds and the waves and that scared him now we're human and we do get afraid but he wants our faith to be so ironclad so strong in him that regardless of what we see we're going to continue to step out on what he told us to he we're going to continue to step into the things of god we're going to continue to step into our purpose we're going to continue to step into what god is calling us into why because we know that he's there we know that he will not leave us or forsake us we know that he's going to make sure that everything lines up with his purpose and his plan for us so everything the enemy tries to come against our mind with with fear to say well what if this happened cuz you know the enemy will do it what if this happens what if that happens what what if this doesn't work out what if this ends up falling apart what what if you step out there and you don't have any help what if you start that business and it fails what if you um what if you end up going to this other job and and things don't work out or what if you end up um stepping out into doing music or or your writings and it all just comes to nothing what if you do this and nothing comes out of it and you're embarrassed and you're shamed and you're you're having to sit up and look like you didn't hear god before people that's what the enemy wants to do he wants to inflict fear when god is imparting his strength his wisdom his knowledge he's bringing the right people into your life at the right time to help walk with you he's bringing opportunities into your path that's going to bring you right into alignment with what he has called you to do amen so this is what he's saying this is what he's saying just like peter even though he was sinking due to his lack of faith jesus immediately saved him from himself he saved him from himself listen sometimes we can hear an instruction from god and we run from that and god knows that it's out of fear it's out of self doubt that we doubt that we can do it that we feel like we haven't heard from god and we want to make sure and and that's where the enemy does he plants a lot of doubt when god speaks to us just just put that in perspective when jesus spoke come 
and Peter stepped out on the, the water and start walking on the water, it was not until doubt entered his mind. It is not until fear overtook him that he started to sink. And that's why the enemy uses that as one of his uh, most effective um, weapons against our purpose, against us stepping out and doing the things that God has for us to do. He'll, imp- he'll send out. But see, the thing is, Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit will always be there to save us, will always be there to bring his word into our our life to say, no, this is what God says. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God said, if my word abides in you, God said, ask and it shall be given to you. I'm telling you, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open unto you. He's saying, here's my word to back up what I'm telling you to do. So just step out and let me handle things. So those tests and trials that you've been experiencing in your life, those things that seem to be blocking you from moving out into the fullness of what God has for you. I encourage you to press past that. Go into the word of God and let him minister to your heart. Let him confirm to you what he has said to you, what he said to you to get started with whatever this is, this business venture, this uh, stepping out and doing things that you never would have done. Some people have uh, God is calling you to coach um, some type of sports team. Some of you are being, being called to mentorship. Some of you are being called to open up fundraising um, ventures. Some of you are being called to open up charities, nonprofit organizations. Some of you are being called into ministry to step out and, and speak, to sing, to let your words minister to nations. Amen. I mean, there is an important mandate on your life and God is pulling for you because your life was created to set others free and also to set people on their course, on their purpose, into their calling. There's some of you that have been called to answer questions that only God can orchestrate those answers to come through you. That's going to set people free. That's going to cause people to live a life that they never thought they could, but it's going to come through you. Amen. So let's pray right now. And we're going to ask God to reveal to us what this situation and circumstance that you're in, what is it doing? Is it teaching? Is it trying to show you something within you and trying to show you and reveal to you himself what he's doing in the midst of it? Let's pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for your sovereignty, for your love, for your majesty. 
You are an awesome God. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your example in Jesus, that he has come, that he was the light of the world. Lord, we thank you right now. We praise you because, Lord, you are our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? Lord, you are the strength of our life. Whom shall we be afraid? Lord, we trust you and we rely on you. And we know that there is none like you. Lord, we are paying attention. We are. We vow to pay attention to what you're showing us. Even in life circumstances, in the situations that we're going through, even in and through sickness and disease and through through heartache and pain, Lord, help us to see what you want us to see. Show us your glory, God, in the midst of trials, in the midst of tests. Lord, let us pass this test by giving us some clues as to what it is you want us to see. What is it that we need to learn? And Lord, thank you so much for showing us that you are faithful, that you are true, and that everything is always going to work together for our good because Lord, we love you. And we know that we're called according to your purpose. So Lord, show us. Holy Spirit, speak to your people. Speak your heart to your people. Touch every life that's listening right now. Lord, I'm asking that you would heal everybody that is racked with sickness. Lord, I'm asking that you would send provision to those who are in need, financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally. Lord, I ask that you would breathe new life unto your people, God. Hallelujah. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we thank you for it and praise you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. I pray that the word was a blessing to you. It was a blessing to me. So, and until we meet again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a blessed week.